Okay, so Marie Cabessi, Director of After Sales Service Projects and Transformation um, for, how do I pronounce this? FNAC Darty. FNAC Darty, okay. All right, great. Um, thank you for being here, Marie. Thank you, Sarah. So Marie came to our Paris event last year as an attendee and um, thankfully uh, agreed to, to speak. Um, I was saying this morning, uh, we have a, a drastic shortage of women um, <laughs> in the industry at all, but uh, also willing to come and share and speak. So I appreciate it. Um, so tell everyone a little about yourself. So I'm the After Sales Service Transformation Director at FNAC Darty. Uh, FNAC Darty, so it's a French uh, omnichannel retailer. Uh, it's a European leader in the distribution of uh, cultural goods, leisure, technical products, home appliances, and also services. And FNAC acquired Darty in uh, 2016. Um, so uh, maybe before we start, just uh, a little background about myself. So I've started my career in consulting, specializing in the retail industry. So for more than 10 years, I was doing that. Then I joined FNAC Darty in, the 20, uh, in 2020. It was to define and launch uh, the everyday, uh, what we call the strategic plan every day. It's a five years uh, strategic plan. And uh, one year after, I've joined the team uh, leading one of the top priorities of the group um, strategic plan, that is the after sales service. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm very proud to be uh, part of this team. My mission is to uh, accelerate, accelerate drastically the transformation in order to make the strategic plan come true. Um, and I think uh, it's, uh, I'm proud to be part of this team because we have um, uh, three key success fa factors I would like to share with you today, maybe. So the first one is um, our teams, <laughs> everybody is saying, but especially our technicians. We have uh, more than 1,000 in-house technicians. So we are very proud of that. And also of the training program we've launched. Uh, so this will talk about after. The second uh, thing we are, uh, success factor we have is that we are at the heart of the CSR strategy of the group. So this is good because we are leading uh, the change for our customers to adopt more uh, sustainable uh, behaviors. So this is key. And the second, uh, the third point, sorry, is that uh, we uh, switch from uh, not only being a cost center, but also profit center um, via the fact that we uh, launched Dartimax. Dartimax is a unique and uh, unlimited uh, subscription-based service. So it allows our customers to, um, to uh, have all their appliances covered. Uh, we launched it in 2019 and uh, it has been a major shift in uh, the after sales service transformation. Mm -hmm. So if I resume, uh, we, have, uh, we have three key uh, key success factors and uh, elements that uh, are assets for us, that is uh, our people, our technicians, the CSR strategy that is key for the group, so that put into light uh, the after sales service that was a bit uh, on the side before, and uh, the fact that uh, we uh, managed to have revenues and generate revenues. Mm -hmm. Okay, so those are, are the three key areas. So I'm curious, being in a team that is responsible for transformation mm -hmm. and helping really push to achieve that strategy, how do you prioritize <laughs> what to focus on? 
So we have a, a very rational way to <laughs> prioritize, so I, I can share it with you. Um, we rank our project on four dimensions. So uh, basically the, what we call the four Cs. The first one is uh, client. So does this uh, project is helping uh, client satisfaction to grow or is fulfilling a client's need? The second one is uh, in French collaborator, so in employee. Um, does this project helps uh, uh, our employees, our teams to focus on what's important for them? And uh, also, uh, does this improve efficiency at the end? The th third uh, C is uh, cost. Does this project helps us to reduce cost or to uh, generate revenues or value? And the fourth uh, uh, dimension is a carbon footprint. Mm -hmm. So does this project help the group uh, uh, reduce the carbon footprint? And it's uh, very interesting because you, you put, um, you rank your project, the, your four Cs, uh, so you give them a score between one and five, and at the end it's, uh, uh, you have a score uh, out of 20 because you add up the four Cs. And uh, if you have a project that is like more than 12 out of 20, that is a very top priority project and you can uh, have um, tangible facts to show it to uh, the, the executive committee or to the, your team and to understand why this is a top priority project. So this is the, the methodology. Um, and then to prioritize also, uh, we need to, uh, to have the budget. And uh, maybe we can talk about uh, the fact that we, uh, we have to mix this top priority project with the IT planning, of course, and the budget we have for the year. So we have a roadmap review uh, at the, the end of each year to prepare the next year. And if uh, we want to launch a top priority project and to uh, use the budget, we need to go in front of the group uh, investment committee and to explain uh, why it's <laughs> so important. And does we have, do we have uh, our uh, return on investment sufficient? So for us, it's less than two years. So it's quite challenging because we need to find either revenues we generate or uh, costs we manage to cut. So this is uh, quite challenging because sometimes it's a very, it could be a very top priority project, but through the return on investment is not so good. So we need to find lev to leverage something to, to manage it. Okay, good. I find this very interesting. Um, okay, <laughs> so uh, the first thing I, I wanted you to talk a little bit uh, about is the um, subscription model. Yeah. So how did that sort of come to be in terms of the potential it holds for the business and mm. where are you at with that today? How has it been adopted? What do you see as the potential going forward, et cetera? Yes, there has been a really big shift in our business model and we are not at the end of it. We were before a market leader of uh, after-sales service, I think one of the biggest after-sales service in Europe. But uh, and we, we had this strong brand identity, the Darty Kangoo you see everywhere. But at the end, we were selling traditional two years uh, warranty for one appliance for a limited period of time. And we switched to mainly Dartimax subscribers. So we have uh, today more than one um, 800,000 uh, subscribers, so it's uh, huge, and we we want to reach 2 million subscribers by the end of uh, 2025. Mm -hmm. So it's not a little subscription service, it's it's huge, it's a major one in France. So um, 
for us, it's uh, it's a, b- a bigger way to to change the business model. Um, for clients, it's very it's very good because uh, they they don't need to worry anymore. They have everything. Uh, 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 included, the repair is, becomes affordable, so it's a big, uh, big step and therefore worthwhile because before uh, repairing was not so interesting in terms uh, of money because uh, appliances are not so, um, so, uh, so uh, as a price that is not uh, coherent with the repair. So um, for the group also, it's uh, of course uh, recurring revenues. So this mm-hmm. is uh, really interesting because you have recurring revenues, so you can capitalize on that and you can launch projects on that. Um, and uh, but we didn't do that for the recurring revenues. We did that because we have seen the shifts uh, and the sustainability uh, um, strategy that we need to to go uh, to to launch. Uh, so it's better for our clients. Our clients. It's better for the planet. And it's uh, avoid throwing away products that is no more uh, the, uh, the the strategy for for tomorrow. If if um, also we can uh, quote some figures, uh, it's public figures. If you extend one year the lifetime of your equipment, could be TV, laptop, smartphone, uh, dryer, washing machine, as you want, uh, refrigerator, uh, you save six hundred. Uh, 60 euros per year, and uh, you avoid 184 CO2 uh, emissions, equivalent of uh, 1,000 kilometers by car. So, it's it's everybody has a fridge, everybody has a laptop. So it's really difficult to be game changer and uh, do sustainability on that. But if you just extend one year via repair, via um, also uh, maintenance. Mm-hmm you can change worlds at the NS. So um, uh, we, the biggest challenge after that uh, it was within our team because people were not ready for this shift, not at all. And there is, um, it's a, it was a groundbreaking uh, major uh, shift for the team. Um, they, were, they were used to deal with claims, claims number, uh, repair files, but not with clients. And the switch, you said, oh, but yes, yeah, they, they come to client uh, home and they, they do repair uh, in front of clients. Yes, but it was not the client, the, it was the product they were repairing. Mm-hmm. And now it's a client that has um, a long-term relationship with the technician. So maybe you will come again for another appliance because he is a, scri- subscribers, mm-hmm. a, a subscriber. So it's really, really a shift for them because uh, it's a long-term relationship with their client. They are dealing with and no more just one repair. So this is a big, uh, big uh, change. Besides, you have to imagine that before 2021, repairs were decreasing. Um, it was, uh, I have the, <laughs> the graphic, it was like that every year. And around in 2015, uh, we started to, to uh, close some uh, repair centers and to uh, decrease the number of technicians by not replacing them uh, and so on. So when this shift uh, f- uh, from a decline to growth arrived, it was uh, after Dartimax and after the COVID, because COVID impact uh, was really uh, huge also. Mm-hmm. We had this uh, growth coming back and, and nobody was ready for it. We, we were not dealing with uh, growth, we were dealing with decrease. So 
uh, it's a major shift in business model, but also a major shift in terms of uh, dealing with decrease and now dealing with growth. Mm -hmm. So both mm -hmm. together. Yeah. Okay. So when you when you think about, I want to talk about a couple areas uh, in mm -hmm. terms of. Um, the, the change for customers, but more so the change for employees. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned it, it was a big shift people weren't ready for. Mm -hmm. So how have you, you mentioned earlier the training, yeah. right? So how, how have you tackled um, the need to get people ready maybe before they, they really want to be to accommodate that growth? Uh, so there is two maybe ways to answer this question. The first one is that we, uh, as everybody mentioned, uh, try to work on remote assistance uh, because you, during the two first year of uh, your product or appliance lifetime, you, um, you, we know that uh, half or more than half, like even 70% of the breakdown are not uh, caused by a, a, a problem mm -hmm. in the product, but by a misuse. Uh, use or uh, uh, something like um, maintenance that is not done. Okay, so you don't need to replace a spare part. So basically, you should not need the technician. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we need. It's like your car. You, you, we need to to change minds of clients too to explain that yes, uh, we you you have repair system, but you need also to take care of a product if you want it to last more than five years. It's not the same logic that if you want it to last 20 years. You need to shift the way of using it. Uh, you need to do maintenance because if you don't do it, you will not uh, help us uh, in uh, uh, increasing the lifetime of your product. So we want to, our clients uh, to go online first and to see all the materials we've we've um, done for them. Mm -hmm. So we've, uh, we have more than 300, uh, 300 uh, uh, videos, like tutorials on YouTube. We have a website that is a community, a forum between clients. So you can ask your question and you have the, the, the answer right away, or even the answer is already on the website. So you don't need, uh, via Google, you found it uh, right mm -hmm. away. So this is very uh, an asset for us. And for clients, it's easier, quicker, and uh, worry-free. So it's a clearly a win-win situation. For the forces, it's perfect because the client is happy because he, he has his answer. Uh, the, um, the, the technician is happy because he doesn't want to go to a client just to uh, wash uh, his filter. You know? It's not very... <laughs> Uh, okay, and then uh, the cost, because you avoid the cost of the technicians to come and mm -hmm. the carbon footprint also. So yeah. it's perfect. So this is the, fir the first uh, pillar. The second one is that we worked on the, the training program I've talked to, uh, before. Uh, it's an in-house program um, that uh, lasts one year during which we take some people that are not technicians at all, and we made them become technicians and have a job at the end. So full-time job, so it's uh, the, the French estate, state also help us uh, on that. So uh, now we, have, uh, we are very proud to have uh, highly experienced technicians, but we know that they are going to retire, mm -hmm. so we need more and more new ones. So we have now three, uh, no, uh, 30, sorry, uh, percent of uh, technicians that are newbies. <laughs> so we need to, uh, to help uh, the generation to talk to each other, to, uh, 
to ramp up them uh, the more as possible because we know that we need like three years for them to become fully, uh, uh, fully uh, productive and experienced. Um, so this is uh, how we, we tackle uh, this uh, subject. Okay. And what about, um, you mentioned earlier, sort of the intersection with IT and technology. Mm -hmm. So how that factors into um, the strategy and the transformation, um, how you decide, given what budget is possible, mm -hmm. et cetera, like what to invest in, how to factor that into the new service delivery model. So this is more about the four seeds and uh, the fact that uh, uh, we find a return on investment. So this is uh, really important for us. Uh, that's why uh, we launched um, uh, the first project we launched is the remote assistance. So and we will launch uh, with Agnes soon a maintenance, um, maintenance project. So it's to give clients a report uh, service history on uh, what uh, when uh, the client bought the product, when uh, there has been uh, uh, an um, a repair, which spare part was uh, changed, uh, when did he do uh, the client the maintenance, what can he do as maintenance, because sometimes they don't know and often they don't know. So we need to uh, help them, so this we will launch. Uh, because it's a top priority as the four C's and uh, the uh, ROI, uh, we know it's uh, it's good for us, even if we uh, invest a bit of uh, money. Uh, also, uh, on uh, remote repair, we invest a lot um, because we want uh, people to be, uh, our clients to be able to find immediately the solution. So it could be alone, could be uh, on the phone with a technician, online with other clients. So this is uh, very, very key. Um, and also we work on uh, a bit on artificial intelligence, but it's, it's limited for now. We want to uh, uh, and, uh, be able to anticipate potential failures, but this is more like a proof of concept for the moment mm -hmm. uh, to say that in this case, in, if I have this uh, diagnosis, uh, I know that uh, I don't need to go uh, to the home of uh, our, our client. I need to, uh, to, uh, do, uh, to uh, do, do that remotely. Uh, so, and the second pillar is the employee journey. Uh, it's really important to invest a lot on employee journey because we want them, uh, uh, them it's uh, the technician basically, the field technicians to focus on repair and, and avoid focusing on administrative tax and so on. So we are very uh, proud also of um, a mobile app we developed in-house uh, that uh, that uh, uh, helps the technician every step of the way of his uh, day. Uh, work day, um, so it, it reduces uh, its mental load and it helps him to focus on uh, his main goal, the first time repair. We want them to to be able to first time repair, the only thing we want from them. We don't want from them other things, so we reduce everything else to have them focus on that. Uh, so that, and the last one is the product lifetime uh, extension. Mm -hmm. It's not an IT uh, budget because uh, it's not only on IT, it's more on data, but we, uh, we want to share with our uh, suppliers uh, data on repairs to help them better uh, uh, the durability and uh, the reliability of the appliances uh, we bought. Uh, 
we are buying. So, uh, for example, uh, we push them to have uh, spare parts availability, uh, to um, even uh, change the process, manufacturing process for the new products to be more reliable. Um, and sometimes it's just about um, difficulties for clients to uh, to use the product. It's not about maybe a spare parts and so on, but just that. And to facilitate that, it avoids phone calls, it avoids clients to have some questions, and it uh, allows them to be happy about the product. Mm -hmm. uh, so these uh, are the key areas of transformation. And then, of course, we have all the legacy, <laughs> the IT legacy that is a big uh, issue for us because as I explained, it was decreasing the volumes of repair. So we didn't invest at all in IT the past 30 years. So we have like ice song for those who know. Uh, and it's not only a back office, it's also, uh, you will see it on the screen if you are going to CSIFS <laughs> knows. Uh, uh, in a repair center, you will see technicians on ISCATSON, it's crazy. Uh, so we invest more, uh, of course, on um, uh, uh, on the road technicians, more than uh, uh, in our uh, repair centers. But you know, the technology is really uh, old and um, not ag agile at all and does not um, support a subscription model. So each time we change Dartimax, uh, we like the service. It's a big, big development inside our uh, repair uh, systems, IT systems to, um, to follow. So uh, this is the legacy. So we try to work on it to, uh, to maybe accelerate the transformation more. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. mm. So this is a big, uh, this is difficult to um, also to convince inside uh, the company yeah. of these uh, big uh, investments. Yeah, uh, and a lot of you know different but very important factors, right? When you think about how do you support the new revenue model, how do you um, continue to improve and refine the customer experience? Uh, how do you make sure, um, to your point, the uh, technicians don't need to worry about anything other than, mm. you know, doing what they need to do for the customer? Um, so, it, you know, going back to the question I asked mm. earlier, the prioritization, it gets really hard when they're all very important, right? Yeah. Um, and, and so, you know, you have all of these uh, factors in play. Yeah. Um, Okay, so I, I want to ask you um, a couple of questions um, about uh, your experience as a woman in service. But before we do that, is there anything else we should talk about in terms of the current areas of transformation underway? Um, no, I think I've, I've given you uh, the major taglines. Uh, for, for the client parts, uh, what is interesting is that we have, um, maybe I didn't mention it, but we have a, a very high net promoter score in the, the biggest, the highest in the group, more than 80 out of 100. So it's, it's huge uh, for the in-house uh, repair. So it's, it's uh, the home, uh, home repairs. So it's really, really uh, high. So we value that in the group. And uh, so everybody said, oh, it's fine. The client is very happy. Also, it's difficult sometimes to say, uh, yes, but it's not enough. Mm -hmm. But we have a very uh, high net promoter score and we are very proud of that. Um, but we need to uh, better uh, the 
the customer relationship every day. So, for example, we call back uh, the uh, clients that are detractors, so that didn't answer well to the, <laughs> the customer survey. So to understand why they were not happy, what can we uh, uh, can can they explain why and uh, how can we tackle that after? Yeah. But um, mm. it's difficult because we are we are in the spotlight in the group. We have a big IT legacy. We have these clients that are very happy if I, uh, if you see the top line. And uh, so it's difficult to, uh, to push uh, more projects and yeah. to say, hey, we need that uh, also. But why you already uh, did that, that, that? Because uh, yes, if we want to anticipate the next year, yeah. so we need to do that. It's really important to do it now. So this, uh, yes, it's complicated. Yeah. Well, and, and it's great that you have a, a good net promoter score, but the customer expectations continue to yeah. evolve, right? So if, if you just look at the present day and say, well, we're doing good, so yeah, I think we're fine, right? You're, you're uh, going to quickly yeah. lag. Um, yeah. And the client does not uh, rank uh, uh, what he would like. <laughs> he, he said, oh, it was a nice technician. Yeah. And the repair is done, so okay, I'm happy. But he doesn't take into account the rest that he would like or uh, he would uh, have expected on the phone. And so. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I mentioned at the beginning um, that, that we have a, a severe shortage of, of women um, at these events, and uh, I think that's representative of the industry. Um, so as a woman in service yourself, um, can you talk a little bit about, you know, uh, what, what your view is on that topic and um, what do we need to do to, you know, try and, and equalize things a bit more? Yes, uh, I think that on this topic, my position, my position is that women uh, should be more represented at every step of the organization in service, uh, could be technicians uh, to the management, because uh, it's the only way, only way to change people's mind. So if you don't see anyone, uh, any woman you can refer to and say, oh yes, I know that it's, we have on some uh, women technicians, a few, but we have, say, ah, it's possible, so you can be a woman and a technician. And then maybe one day say, ah, why, why not me? We, we can't change things. So we need to put, even if it's a few, but to maintain this uh, representativity of women to, and to put them into the spotlight to be, to be able to recruit more uh, women. So I, I think it's the only way, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. So the first uh, thing, and speaking uh, for myself, uh, I prefer to see it like an asset. Uh, when I, uh, I, my peers are only men, of course. <laughs> so when I entered the, the, the team, I was like, ah, okay. Um, uh, <laughs> I hope they will not uh, <laughs> eat me alive. So no, but uh, I, I see it like an asset because you, you, you have something to put on the table um, as if you are the only engineer or the only English speaker or the only uh, uh, mathematician, I don't know. You have directly something to add. So this was very surprisingly uh, uh, good news for me because I said, oh, maybe I've just my value is to be not the same as them. So it's the same as diversity. If you, you put diversity, you, uh, you will have more and more diversity and then everybody can uh, find this uh, space. 
business form. So it's not a disadvantage. On the contrary, I try to say to other women, it's an advantage because you can you can make things change or have a different point of view. So I value that uh, more than than seeing all the things, uh, mm -hmm. the other things. Yeah. Is there anything you would say um, to the the mostly mostly men in the room? Um, <laughs> What do you think, uh, is there any advice you would have on how to attract more women or recruit more women into these industries? My, my opinion is that uh, we need to, um, as leaders, be role model on uh, what is uh, worth uh, uh, work and uh, personal life balance. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes uh, if... You can show that you are a leader, but you have also a life that could be your family, but that could be also a, a hobby, something else. Then people say, okay, so you don't need to work all the time. Mm -hmm. You can have your life. Could it be... A... So this attracts people that are, have the same mindset. But uh, when I entered um, the top leaders of the group, you don't see that. You don't see people having a really good work-life balance. So... You are like, but I can't, can't do that because I don't want to, uh, to spend my life at work. It's really important for me to have a very interesting work. But at the same time, I don't want to put everything on it. And if I see only people, could be men or women, this is, not, I think, not the biggest problem, that they are investing all their life in work and doesn't, they don't have anything else, you say, but well, sorry, I, I, I don't want that. So I prefer to stay where I am and it's not for me. Mm -hmm. So it could be uh, like uh, uh, anything. It's not only top management. It could be a technician because it's hard. Uh, you need to uh, to have a long journey, uh, long day. Uh, so you need to uh, work hours. So I'm not feeling confident in that. Or it could be uh, in a store because you need to work on Sundays uh, or on Saturdays. Uh, and it could be top uh, C-suite levels. Oh, you are, no, 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 thank you. I don't want I let you uh, do that, but I don't want uh, never in life. So if we can uh, show this balance, that we are balanced people with other activities that helps, as you said, uh, thinking about work also, uh, and we push that, then I think diversity will come and women will be more confident in doing that. Because then we, you see sometimes women, that they are not women. <laughs> that the women I want to be, so they are like, okay, people that put everything in their career. Mm -hmm. um, so you're like, well, maybe it's not so a role model. So yeah. I don't, I don't know if sense. you understand. No, I think that's good. And I think it's yeah. um, representative of what a lot of people want more of. And also maybe there are some people as role models that are putting everything into work, but mm -hmm. there may be others who aren't. They're just not showing any other yeah. aspects yeah. of themselves. Yeah. So I think this is where if we can be mm -hmm. more human mm -hmm. at work, mm -hmm people can, you know, connect more mm. to how they could be a part of that rather mm. than just, yes. you know, yeah, that mm. makes sense. Mm. Um, all right, Marie. Well, thank you so much. Anything You're else? Welcome. Any other um, thoughts or comments? No, I think we, we've done it. Okay, we've done it. All right. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you.